0: I think what's happened with I mean what, one of the things that that's happened is um we've gotten people I mean materialism is a really serious problem Major. we've gotten people you know, it's a it's, it's a it's, it, it is just first in the sense that have gotten people to believe that the really important issues are you know when's the next iphone coming out and you know when's the next harry potter movie coming out and when's the next you know and and you know and and kids actually worry about um you know when they go to school are they wearing designer clothes or are the kids going to make fun of them i mean I, I mean really it really is it's appalling i mean it's it's beyond appalling and so i i, I um I think that we, you know, we need to sort of move away from that right fast because if we don't, um, yeah, don't you know, finish I, I, it.
1: We're doomed, is basically. Well, I mean, the only I mean, look, that- uh,
0: you know, it's a really bad situation. But yet, it's sort of we become so placid. It's like, you know, it's it's it, as long as you know you don't take their smartphones. And as you know, as long the as you leave, shows with the,
1: keep running and the sitcoms keep coming ex, 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 out.
0: Exactly, know, you know, I as know. long as as long as you don't take their 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 smartphones, and as long as they can watch, you know, you know, Jersey Shore or whatever nonsense television programs they want to watch, um, you know, then. Um, uh, and i shouldn't single out jersey shore because I, I i work in new jersey and there are so many bad television shows i shouldn't really pick on jersey shore but but um uh uh the, you know as long as you as long as they have their smartphones and their their reality shows and their their you know whatever then they don't care and 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 so you know it's it's I, I, it's, it's distressing. I, I find it really very distressing because, because we really become a very uh, placid group of people. Um, and, and, uh, you know, and we've got a whole generation of, of, of young people who look at the political, uh, landscape and, um, they acknowledge that it's all nonsense, but they say, look, it's not going to change. So like, let 's not worry about it and yeah, well, and we so- get,
1: that, that that's can be said. I mean the sheer overwhelming amount of like you said exploitation on the planet, if you really sit down and and let your brain go there, you will probably literally lose your lose your mind if you allow it to if you if you go into every single bit of it but the the um the the thing about um, like you said before about when you 're talking about people who are involved in um you know human uh rights uh, advocacy, such as uh working with battered women and something like that they don 't realize how uh how important it is for them to actually make that change you know forget what everybody else is doing because everybody's saying nobody's doing it, so i 'm not going to do it and um and that's just that's ne- that's never you know going to change gonna change anything. So this defeatism is what I don't understand and I and I and I and I had um I have conversations with people and they're just like, look I, I can I, I want it too, but the world is just not they're just not gonna go vegan. It's just not gonna happen and and I've and I've st- and I've started asking them, Do you think um if it's an analogy that you've used a lot, um, and you can pick any analogy, I say I wanna say, do you think rape is ever going to be abolished? And if, you know, and, and if the answer is no, is it's like, well, does that mean that you're going to promote, you know, a humane rape campaign or that you're going to go out and start raping again? Because, I mean, that's not the way to think about these, about these issues. And nobody thought slavery would be abolished. And yeah, we've got a long way to go. But the defeatism, I refuse to, I I refuse to, um to uh, let, let, you know. I I actually call them on it. I'm just like, I don't want anything to do with that. You know, people are like, the world's not vegan and I want it. And I'm like, oh, well, uh, you know what? I don't really know what to say to you, but I don't think we're on the same way. Look, I
0: agree. I agree. I mean, I, I, I agree completely when people say to me, well, you know, people are always going to keep on eating animal products. The answer is, so what? Um, I mean, it, it, you know, uh, one in four women. Um, you know, will be raped before they graduate from, or the, you know, they'll either be rape victims or attempted rape victims before they get out of college. You know, so before they turn age twenty-two, roughly, they will be rape victims in, or, or or victims of attempted rape. And and my guess is that's a low number because you know you're 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 probably not you know there are, because because you're not factoring in the the I mean the concept of rape includes the concept of acquaintance rape and that is still a controversial concept um, I know, amongst I a lot know. of young um, we have amongst uh,
1: such i know we have such a long way to go even on these you know human rights issues and um, but it
0: does i mean pa- pedophilia i mean i mean look at child molestation so we've got rape we've got pedophilia we've got uh, spousal abuse i mean you know women are still getting the hell beat out of them you know sort of like on a regular but basis we
1: will- always call for their abolition and everybody's down with that so why are they not down with it when we say hey we're animal rights advocates where's that call where's that call oh well you're just being a moral purist me i thought you agreed that it was wrong why are you making it about my morals now i thought we had the same morals what's that about it drives me nuts
0: yeah well i mean i mean but most of the people that you're hearing that from are people who either are themselves not vegan and then there's this other other element which is difficult which is if you're living with somebody who's not a vegan um as many people are or your parents aren't vegan which is often the case then you know you sort of are are always busy sort of making excuses for why that behavior is 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 i mean uh, you know you you might not um you know if if you're not you know if you're not living with a pedophile or you're not living with a rapist um then you don't sort of feel that sort of you know th- you don't feel that that incentive to try to defend pedophilia or rape because you know you you know somebody who engages in it and you know you don't think of them as bad people so you're trying to sort of make excuses um uh uh uh, about, about them um, you know whereas we all uh, you know uh, uh, have family members and friends and whatever who are not vegans and we don't want to think of them as bad people we shouldn't think well, of them as bad well that's why I people.
1: like your approach that you just talked about before where you were talking about when you addressed a group of people and you say what kind of world do we want to live in and we forget right now it's not about you not donating to Somalia it's what kind of world do you want so I, li- I like that you know I think that addresses the very problem that you're articulating now you know, where, where people, it's not it's not about your mother and father being, you know, um, bad, terrible people. It's about the morality of this a- action that we're doing to all animals and, and it starts with you. You know, I'm talking to you, I'm not talking to your mother and I'm not talking about your mother. You know, I'm talking about this action and if you're partaking in it, then why don't you think about that, um, the action. Yeah, so I—I I mean, it doesn't. I mean, people are still going to make it very personal, but you know, when you're talking one on one to people, um, have you um, said to them, do you have that disclaimer where it's where you say, "I'm talking about actions." I mean, I like—I'm uh, oh, going to try that in this in the street store.
0: Yeah, really. You really ought. You really ought to. Ought to you know, I I, I I have found it to be a very, very useful approach to take to sort of really make it clear to people that um, look we're all, we all live on this planet and all of us are engaged in all sorts of things we might not even think about have moral implications, but they do. Our lifestyles, you know, if you live in, if you live in the United States or you live in New Zealand or you live, our lifestyles have moral implications in terms of, you know, the, the, the rest of the world and, and whatnot. So, so, you know, we, you know, so, so, you know, no one's perfect, and we, we all need to do better. We all need to make a better world, um, and for all of us. And, and, you know, there are still too many people dying of starvation. You know, as far as I'm concerned, one is one too many. But, you know, there, you know, there are thousands of them die every day of starvation. And, and there's still, you know, there's still all sorts of injustices going on. Although we all condemn slavery, human slavery is, is, is increasing. So you know i mean we don 't what 's interesting about human slavery is nobody defends it right. everybody that's, condemns that's what I'm everybody saying. everybody yeah. everybody condemns it, but it isn't and but it it is increasing um, and you know we have we have a sex trade which is just
1: Unbelievable. really
0: in many ways off of most people's radar screen i mean it's a serious problem of of bringing women in mostly from eastern europe and other you know other places and promising them jobs and then getting involved in this i mean that's a that's a hideous that's a, a hideous and a serious problem Major. Um, so there are all sorts of all sorts of 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 things so it's not a question of well you know like you're a bad person. It's a question of you know. In a lot of ways, we're all we all we're all complicit in this nonsense. The issue is, what do we? Do? You know, but 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 we still have to decide. You know, having said all that, I still have to decide what I'm going to stick in my mouth when I get up in the morning. Exactly.
1: That's the thing. Like I might not be. I might not be directly contributing to the the human the human uh, slave sex trafficking uh, uh, ring. And if I am in any way, I will immediately refrain from doing so like you know if I'm buying uh you know a product from it you know what I mean like I'll do that but you certainly can like you say you do you can control what you eat what you wear the entertainment that you you know that this that you um uh, that you partake in so it's 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 a very, you can control those things. It's very empowering to me. I like the idea of that. I like to, you know, these people are like, it's so overwhelming and stuff. But yeah, but you can actually control whether or not you partake in animal exploitation, non-human animal exploitation. In fact, it's easier to avoid non-human animal exploitation than it is to avoid human exploitation at the moment. Right.
0: But, but, you know, but the thing of it is, is just because it's overwhelming doesn't mean we can't do things, you know, that we can't, we can't change and we can't change our own lives and try to change the lives of others. So like, you know, instead of, instead of spending money on, 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 on things you don't need, I mean, how many, you know, I mean, I mean, if I, I find it, 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 it's, it's, it's remarkable, um, uh, if you don't have a new car every couple of years, people comment on it. If you don't have the, the latest smartphone, people comment on it. You know, well, maybe we should be, you know, be more, you know, there are things we can do. We can help, you know, there are things you can do. You can, like, there are all these really great programs. I, I participate in one where you make these, these loans to um, people in various countries. Um, so, you know, you get a group of women who want to get a, a vegetable stand. I mean, I, I have to look for the vegan stuff, but mm. um, you know, they want to get a vegetable stand together and and uh, they need you know x hundreds of dollars so you get you know you get a few people putting that money up so you know that they can get their they can get their uh, their stand going and then uh, you get paid back and sometimes you don't get paid back but most of the time you get paid back you do these micro loan sorts of things wow that's and, really awesome yeah. And there are all sorts of there are all sorts of as a matter of fact I really wish we'd start something like that in and, and, and for all I know something like that exists. I, I just haven't found it here in some of the, the inner city inner city areas in the United States where you know where where microloans are being made. I mean, you know, they do it in India, they'll do it in, in the Philippines, they do it in China, they do you know, but it's not it's not i, I I've actually been looking around um, uh, for any programs that are doing this here in the U S. Cause I'm really very interested in that because it's, it's, um, you know, and there are people who are making, uh, who are making a, a difference. I, I recently met a, a man who, um, uh, started a, uh, he, he he's, he's, he, he's an Indian, uh, he's from uh, Rajasthan and he, um, he has a, a a hospital there, and um, if you have lost your legs, one of your legs, and there are a lot of people in India uh, who have lost, and there's a lot of people in India. Period, but there are a lot of people who have lost their legs. You go there, and he has he fits you for no cost to you whatsoever. Um, he has developed uh, with Stanford University a um, uh, an artificial limb uh, in which he puts a uh, a lower leg, and sometimes can even replace your knee and gives you a foot, and, 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 and it's it's amazing how people are able to function with, uh, with, uh, with this thing called the Jaipur foot. And it's really quite remarkable. And then when you come to the hospital, um, you know, you spend several days there and you get fitted with your new limb. And, and if you're a woman, uh, he sends you home with a sewing machine so that you can, you know, you can try to make some money by doing sewing. And if you're a man, he gives you some, some implements to set up a tea stall or something like that. I don't know. I mean, and, I, uh, but, but, but basically, you know, there are things that people are doing um that are really really wonderful and we can all participate in in uh those those sorts of things and and um so it really isn't a question of of you know uh condemning people we should all be upset that um you know we live in a world in which uh so many of our resources go to weapons and to violence and and to things like that that's that's something that i hope um At some point in time, there will be the collective will to change. But, um, you know, but but uh, uh, but as I said, you know, starting off a conversation with you eat meat, you're a bad person, even if you don't say it that way or you drink dairy, you're a bad person, even if you don't say it that way. That's not that's not. How you're going to get someplace with somebody. How you're going to get someplace with somebody is by identifying with them and making it clear to them you understand this is a pervasive activity. They've been doing it ever since they were kids. They probably don't even understand why you think it's wrong. But let's talk about why this is a problem. And and you know, and I never I, I've I've watched some people do vegan education over the years, and I think sometimes it gets aggressive to the point where um, you know, it it, uh, it 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 becomes. You know, you start yelling at. Once you start yelling at somebody, you lost. Once yeah. you start yelling at somebody, once you once you once you um, once you're yelling at somebody, once you're belittling them, then you their minds close. Um, but there's no reason why this has to be the case, Elizabeth. There's absolutely no reason why this has to be the case, but I want to get back to the fundamental issue before we leave off. I yeah, we've get gone back
1: a to- bit off topic. I'm sorry about yeah, that, well, yeah, L- listeners. We had, um, we had
0: interesting, had interesting discussion, at least yeah. I, I found it interesting. I hope <laughs> Me you did. Too. Uh, but, but look, the bottom line is we can all make a difference. Um, you know, if there, if there are two things. That we can all do. We don't need any help to do it. We don't need any support to do it. We don't need any large organizations to do it. We don't need anything except our will to do it. And that is stop eating them, wearing them, using them today and go and adopt somebody. And if you can't adopt somebody, foster somebody. And if you can't foster somebody, support the efforts of people who are doing that. There is something called trap, neuter, release, Um, which uh, which I've been in, I've been uh, supporting and have actually done myself uh, over the years, where um, you know there are feral cat colonies all over the place. If you want to deal with the problem of the colony and you want the colony to eventually uh, not be there anymore, trap, neuter, and return is the best way to do that. Which basically involves people. Who uh, take care of they, they basically become caretakers of colonies and they they uh, use uh, have a heart traps and they trap cats and they get them spayed and neutered and some of them some of these cats um, I mean they're not wild cats because I mean they're, they're, there's a difference between feral and wild I mean mm. these are just they're not cats tigers have, they're
1: domesticated right, right exactly
0: they're, they're not tigers they're just like you know cats that have been born to mothers who have not been uh, living in homes necessarily and um, Um, And so – uh, some of some of these animals, as a matter of fact, I know lots of people who who um, who have found homes for feral cats, and where they it's worked out very very nicely. But in any event, what happens is people catch these cats, they get them spayed or neutered, they monitor the colony so that if somebody new comes into, if a new cat joins the colony, they get that cat spayed and neutered. And these people feed these animals 365 days a year. It doesn't matter whether it's raining, snowing. Doesn't matter. They're out there. They're feeding these animals, and and eventually. If you keep the, the colony spayed and neutered, um, that colony will eventually, as those animals die, they die of old age. Some of them will die of illness. Some of them will get hit by cars, unfortunately, and things like that. But eventually, you'll get the colonies down. And that and trap-neuter return or release or whatever you want to call it, some people – Use say R. They, they 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 interpret the R as a return, and some return and interpret it as release. But it doesn't really matter. If you do TNR, that's a really effective way of dealing with these these um, colonies of feral cats that are all over the place. It's so that's a good...
1: it's an effective way of helping individuals, and for people listening, exactly. it's like you know, ask yourselves this: like people listening, you know, if if everything was so great for them, and you just and you and you think that it's like oh, you know, why are we so Sort of getting involved in their lives and capturing them and, and, and spaying them and neutering. Well, first of all, why do they need 365 days a week care and, and to be fed and to be cared for if they weren't desperately in need, if they were doing okay? This is not a wild an- animals living in a natural balance. They are, it is It is a situation they've been placed in by us because of domestication. So it's it's not only you helping those individuals, because you're helping them to to survive because we don't, and you don't, you know, it's not right to, to kill, but but it's also um, helping to deal with the pr- problem of domestication. And if things were so rosy for them, if for one thing, they Breeding is unbelievable. I mean, as you know, a female cat can. I mean, the amount of death and suffering just of the just just because of the the, the amount of them out there is bad enough. With the trap neuter release, imagine if, if we didn't do that. I just want to make that clear because some people get it twisted. And another thing people get twisted about cats is they say, oh well, you're feeding them dead animals. You're feeding them dead animals. And on the other hand, they say, oh, you shouldn't spay and neuter them. Okay, well, which is it then? Because if you're advocating murdering them, well, I'm sorry, I really can't. I really can't talk to you. You know, the, if we if we eradicate domestication, then there's no need for pet food anymore. So put two and two together. You know, it's just yeah.
0: I mean, I, I I actually, as somebody who has done TNR stuff himself and who has gone into stores and bought cat food and put cat food out for the cats, um, uh, I was uh, asked. Uh, I've been asked by several um, uh, folks. Um, sometimes in not particularly friendly ways, well, how can you justify doing that? And the answer is, I'm not happy about it. It's the, this is the problem that domesticate, domestication creates all sorts of, of moral problems for us. Um, And, you know, I love my dogs. Uh, very, very much. I love them very much, but you know what? They shouldn't exist. And you know, if, if there were two dogs left on the planet, and it were up to me whether they continued to breed so that we could have pet pet dogs, the answer would be absolutely not. Um, and there are all sorts of you know moral issues that 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 get presented. You know, when I you know when I have to take my dogs to the vet, some of them get very very frightened, and you know you can't yes, really exactly, and it's talk,
1: horrible.
0: It's yeah, horrible, and you, you can't, can't talk to them to like can kind a of child exactly. And, you know, you know you can't talk to them the way you can a child and say you know i'm going to be with you don't worry everything's going to be okay i mean you can try your best to reassure them with your voice you tone, but the reality you can them
1: that listen exactly. that this is not this is um a needle that's actually going to help stop the pain that you're feeling and 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 you exactly. know, it'll exactly. be a little exactly. prick, but if you remember the pain you know you can't do that and i hate the whole thing i, I it, it's it's so dev- it's just so um it's yeah it's it's just it's just um and, and so, so
0: do i think do i think that um it's good idea um, you know, to buy cat food to feed the cats, and the answer is, I don't really know what the alternative is. I, I I don't know what the alternative is. I mean, you know, you give me one, I'll I'll take it. Uh, the idea that we shouldn't spay and neuter these animals is, in my judgment, crazy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I mean, you know, uh,
1: and it, yeah, and I mean, it's just it's you'll never these these kinds of topics are are very 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 touchy. So, but I just wanted to make they should
0: be. Th- why are they? T- I mean, why are they, wh- What is what is the what is the argument? In favor of continuing to allow, I mean, I you know no the the I, argument I, about I, the
1: cat food, the argument about the cat food is is a is a topic that I've just given up trying to talk to people about. But I will say that um, the cats are not the ones causing the demand; they're getting fed the remnants of the human demand. And um, if you if you uh, if you just can't stand the thought of of doing that, if you if you look at the um, can of cat food in the store and you say that that uh, that can of cat food has a bigger moral c- calling to you than the live animal who you would prefer to see dead and you think that they're causing the demand. I would say that you're wrong. But either way, if that doesn't appeal to you on a personal level and you can't deal with it. There are rabbits, there are hamsters, there are rats, there are all kinds of – there are all the, the the animals in the sanctuaries like the cows and pigs and chickens that you can help. You can choose to do work that suits you, and you're still saving individual lives, so go do it.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Now, now I will say this. I have a number of friends who have uh, cats, non-feral cats living in their homes, and they have – transition them successfully yes. to vegan diets as have uh, i as
1: have i and i do so are all,
0: are, are all your cats vegan
1: both of them yeah but the but the colony is a different situation yeah the,
0: you can't do that with the colony. You can't well do
1: for example for me in new zealand um for just um i not everybody can afford to do it to do it anyway um gary because i'll give you an example of what i'm paying it will blow your mind for one um like a one of the medium sized pots of the veggie cat, and then like and this is this is not the fault necessarily of the supplier it 's because I live in New Zealand, and there is no decent vegan cat food in New Zealand that I will f- give it 's um like it 's like for me to get the yeast and the um and the um the veggie um the the supplement and the enzymes it 's like a hundred and eighty or something like that um, dollars and then like um, the tofu the, I use the tofu chickpea recipe and the tofu blocks um, cost five dollars each and then the chickpeas are very, you know so I, I do it because I don't have a lot of expenses I don't have children I live by myself and I have to pay a lot of a lot of bills by myself but I have a very small apartment and my rent is very cheap so I can just only just afford to provide this food for for them because of the incredible expense that it costs to get it here. But I can do it and I do it. But you know, not everybody, not everybody um, can do it. But it can be done, and it is work. You have to work at it to get them to do it, because especially if the cat's not used to it. So I did a whole podcast interview with someone, and if anybody's interested, they can go and listen to it, and I'll post the link, and you can listen to it and decide, it, you know, whether that's right for you. But I just, I don't even like Gary. This subject is, it's, it's really, it's, it's almost like it's, it's just a subject that, that is a lose-lose uh, t- situation. Ah, uh,
0: you know what? We should, I, I tell you, something. I know, I know. You know, it's probably. Uh, I understand what you're. Saying, Elizabeth, but I think it's important to take it on because you know I've I remember tried. when I was doing T when I when I was doing work, I actually tried. Um, at the time I haven't seen this stuff in a while but at the time I was doing it it was a while back uh they used to ha- I was able to get this frozen soy tuna you know it was it was vegan and it, but it was it ta- you know and I couldn't e- I couldn't eat the stuff because it tasted just like, I mean to me it tasted like tuna and it made me it, I mean I I I don't want to be reminded that I once ate tuna um and um but I would I got that and I would put vegan eggs and I would you know and I would like make it up and you know and and or whatever I would put in it and and um and the feral cats would need it they wouldn't get they wouldn't get right. near it and and know, they, the, wouldn't, touch they, it they wouldn't
1: touch it even the even them and also um it doesn't i mean cats are carnivores and they need taurine that's why it's so important to do it properly if you're going to do that yeah and, no know, i you, you I, I have agree. to do it but anyway i just i didn't even want to like even bring that that particular aspect well, no, of no, any detail way. I, but i, I
0: understand I, I understand but i think it's important because we're both you and i are both saying that there are ways in which you can help individual animals and then as you say that and you say well you know you can help the individual cats by doing tnr then you get you know you you get the crowd that say well you shouldn't engage in spay and neuter because that's not natural and the answer is i got news for you jack cats ain't natural <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) The whole, you know, the the, the whole idea of domestication is not natural. So, so you know, I mean, talking about what's natural for unnatural beings, uh, beings that we've turned into living toys, um, you know, to talk about what's natural for them is strikes me as just being a bizarre uh, 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 discussion. I mean, I'm willing to have it with you, but I I, I
1: I don't I haven't heard that argument. I I look at it. I mean, I agree that you are uh, violating their physical uh, integrity by capturing them and forcibly spam. I mean, if it was me, if I was a cat, that is that is violating my sort of rights but what is the alternative i mean we like you say it's a moral conundrum so the fact to to say that and then use it and then to say um you shouldn't be you shouldn't be um you know i am vegan so i think that all animals are are moral persons and and then but you shouldn't spay and neuter neuter the cats because it's 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 a it's a rights violation whether or not the the just uh, taken alone the statement of it being a rights violation is true or not if we have to look at the bigger picture of what what's going on here and then you say so you can't can't do that, but you also, you can't feed them um, the canned cat food that's in the store, which they don't actually, which is the remnants of the human consumption. It's not like they're not creating the, they're not the ones keeping those slaughterhouses no, that's running. Not, it's it, not it, the it, cats it, it, keeping it, the slaughterhouses it's floor, it's floor, running. It's
0: floor sweeping. It's floor sweeping. Exactly.
1: And so, and so what, you know, so how can I even have a logical, I mean, how, you know what, let's just not even talk about it. You go and help some rabbits over there and you do your best to help as many individuals as you can. And let's all collectively work on number one vegan education, be vegan. And number two, help individual animals. Forget the welfare. Help the individual animals. If you're not comfortable dealing with the, car- with the carnivores who are out there who are victims of domestication, there are so many animals that you can help, and so just let's just get on with it. And the most important thing, which is why I want the sanctuaries as well, because they're the ones who see the victims, and these victims are never going to stop as if we don't get this veganism out there in a major way, the, the vegan conversation. And it's starting to happen, as you know, Gary, even in the last three or four years. Even I, in the last two years, have seen it grow. The dialogue is changing everywhere, and so it's, it's begun. So, you know, let's keep the ball rolling and... um. I just wanted to. I just. I'm going to try to, because I'm not getting anywhere speaking to supporters of welfare, saying uh, it's it's you know it doesn't work and da 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 da. I'm hoping to get somewhere or to provide some kind of positive action when I'm talking to them. If they refuse to promote veganism, if they just refuse to do it, I'm hoping at least to get them thinking about the amount of um, rescue work and things that there is out there. And imagine if they put all their energy into it. And yeah, I'm sure it's heartbreaking, and I'm sure that it's you know you see some sad stories and things like that. But at least you know it's helping those I mean, you know for a fact you can't deny that it's helping them so let's you know i'm just really trying to sort of change that dialogue as well because i'm not really getting anywhere um like in new zealand i'm i'm still pretty much i mean there's like three of us you know what will five you know what well I mean? you
0: know yeah, yeah but remember something um you're affecting a lot of people um in new zealand and elsewhere um and and you're getting people to think and you know you, you don't you can't i mean that's all I can
1: do. That's all I have. That well, yeah, right but now. I mean,
0: that's a big, but that's a big thing because you know, because because every time you set up one of your stalls, or every time you do a podcast, or every time you know you're out there talking to people, you know, ideas are getting out. And you know, I, I saw uh, an art. As a matter of fact, I'm going to write something about this when I get a chance. That there was a recent. Um, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, I've got the thing up on my on my uh, on my. Screen, where is it? Uh, here it is. It's an article Minority Rule Scientists Find a Tipping Point. If just 10% of the population holds an unshakable belief, the belief will be adopted by the majority. A new study shows now this. This was in Discovery News, uh, August 4th, 2011. Now, you've got to, you know, you got to be careful with that because you know, the, the caveat is, uh, if you have, you know, if 10% of the population believes something sincerely, um. Yes, there is a very large chance that that belief will spread to the larger population, unless the larger population holds views very, very strongly to the contrary. So they were they're saying that well, you know, um, you could get people if you got a small number of people uh, who who uh, believe that mosquito nets were a great way of keeping out um, mosquitoes and other disease carrying insects, then you might. Change the entire population uh, from believing that uh, you need insecticides because the only time they think you have effective insect control is when they smell the insecticide. So you might be able to to change those sorts of views, but but you know I I I I I think you have to be a little cautious if you say well 10 percent of the population if they believe uh, strongly in um, in in something that the other 90 percent because you know you could say t- if 10 percent of the population believes strongly in the in the in the view that a woman ought to be able to choose to terminate a pregnancy. Um, that doesn't mean the other 90% are going to join along because the other 90% may think uh, or whatever percentage opposes it might think that um, it's wrong for a woman to terminate a pregnancy because it's, it's, it, it, it kills an insulted being and therefore it, it, it results in some sort of very serious uh, grievance, uh, sin or whatever against God because uh, there's a murder involved. So you, know, you, you have to be careful about that. But on the other hand, it is clear to me what I take away from this study, which I've always believed. Is that if you had a strong – if you had a good chunk of folks who were convinced about veganism as an unequivocal moral baseline, I really believe that you could – I'm not saying it would make everybody vegan. I'm saying that you could, you could change the discourse, which is really what we need to do, even if it didn't change the behavior right away. It would change the way we talked about the issue. If you had 10 percent of the population who 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 really believed that veganism was not not a way of reducing suffering, not like cage free eggs, not a lifestyle like, you know, where you're going to go for your holidays, um, you know, but really believed in it as an unequivocal moral baseline. If you really had that, you would stand I I, would make sense to me that that would invariably and necessarily have the effect of changing the way people talk about the issue and that could lead to significant change as a general matter, significant social change.
1: I agree. So, totally. You know, and so, it's already happening, I think. So that,
0: that that is I think that is happening and my view is let's get that 10 percent because yeah. I think if we had that 10 percent I think what we would see is people talking differently about the issue. It would stop being, it would still be a fringy issue, but people would start engaging it more. And they would start thinking of it as a legitimate moral issue, and then more and more people would start going vegan. And then then those numbers would grow. And then those people would influence other people. This could be done. This is not idealistic. What is unrealistic and what is utopian, What is utopian and unrealistic is the idea that we're going to change the world by reforming exploitation. That is the pipe dream. That is the fantasy. That is the unrealistic notion, that we're going to change things by – Reforming exploitation,
1: or by being violent, or by being right, well, or
0: by be, or by being violent. Yes, by increase, by, by adding to the already large amount of violence in the world, we're going to make the world less violent. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, but 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 you know, the idea that we're going to clear the cages out by making the cages larger, is is that's to me the unrealistic uh, 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 position, and. And, you know, I mean, that's the unrealistic position. But in any event, yeah, and I agree. I mean, you know, the the whole notion of violence – um, you know, against exploiters. Um, well, that's that's a bit tough when you're talking about animal exploitation, since like right. there are so many of them. Um, you know, who are the exploiters? Um, you know, who who's who's a legitimate target of violence? Uh, so, you know, uh, somebody who uses X number of animals in experiments, or somebody who eats X plus number of animals every year. And the answer is, my view is, is that um, we ought to avoid violence as a general matter, uh, and um, and we need uh, we need education. And um, what's really- Really sad to me is that I had actually thought by this time vivisection was going to, uh, you know, because it, it, it was going down in the '70s, and it was my hope that um, we were gonna we were gonna see that really uh, really diminish. Why was it and, going uh,
1: down? I
0: mean, well, I I think it was going down. Um, it, it was going down for a number of reasons. Um, there were there were alternatives. That um, I mean, first of all, it's expensive, and and you know, people were starting to go towards mathematical modeling, and they were starting to go towards technology. Technology, technology was the without bad. veterinary thought,
1: like, costs. There's no veterinary exactly. Costs
0: exactly. So I was thinking, well, you know, this is a really good thing because technology is going to move this in in the direction. Unfortunately, because we now have all of these um, new technologies, uh, these these uh, these uh, genetic. Manipulation technologies and clone and and stem cells and all this sort of stuff, uh, things that we didn't, you know, that we really, uh, at least most of us didn't know about um, back then. Um, Those sorts of things, those sorts of activities, have caused the the numbers of animals in vivisection to to go. to increase, and that's that's um that's uh, that's I mean again I don't really make a distinction between vivisection and anything else, but I actually I actually thought that um, technology was going to drive that um, in 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 a in a in a positive direction in terms of uh, of of. D- increasingly diminishing the number of animals used. Now they're going, now the number's going up even in places like Britain where it had really gone down in the seventies. It's starting to, to go up again. Uh, and it has been going up in the past few years. We don't know really here because we don't have really good counting methods here. And because uh, the, they don't consider rats and mice to be animals. I guess they consider them to be plants with ears or something, but um, they don't, they don't consider them to be animals under the federal animal welfare. act. So they don't, they don't, they don't check the number, but it really is. it's, um, i mean it it's uh, it, it's amazing to me that in 2011 anybody thinks put aside the moral issue but that anybody thinks vivisection is a is an efficacious way of getting data I mean, it's so primitive in so many ways, but um, but it is it is unfortunately uh, something that's increasing. But, you know, look, I mean, this is the this is the problem when you don't have a paradigm shift. Um, but um, we were talking about the whole idea of of the, the pipe dream uh, and, and uh, 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 that, that the pipe dream is the idea that um, we're going to solve the problem through welfare reform. That's the unrealistic view. I that's agree. the view that doesn't make any sense.
1: I totally agree. I really do. But it, you know what? For people that I can't convince, I hope to start a dialogue with them about supporting the local sanctuaries. And I don't mean just like as part of helping animals now. I want them to realize that it's, it's, it's still going to be another dialogue. It's still going to be trying to convince them that the welfare campaigns don't work because they want to do a little bit of everything. Um, but there, what's the point in doing anything that doesn't work? <laughs> Why do it? Well,
0: look, you know, I mean, I'm, you miss New York, don't you?
1: Yes, a lot.
0: Well, why don't you jump on a plane and come back, and and you and I and and my students will all have a field trip, and we'll go to the for the animals sanctuary in Blairstown, and we'll we'll go see a vegan sanctuary in action, and we'll go and visit with the animals, and and I'm sure it'll be a wonderful experience. Mm,
1: I would I would love to. Um, I'm trying to. Um, I, I would love to be able to see the sanctuaries in New Zealand, um, to uh, start to. Um, you know, I, I put some I put those examples. I put the um Peaceful Prairie and I put um the for the Animal Sanctuary on my website as well so people can see. You know, that it's it's this it's it's that these sanctuaries are, are doing that and it's actually a very consistent thing for them to be doing and it'll it'll help um, overall, uh, just will help so much. So as much as I'd love to come to New York, I have to pay for vegan cat food, are you kidding? I mean all my savings are going up in the <laughs> vegan cat food, you know. I mean no, but I would love to if if you do go on that trip and, and everything, you know, um, just thank the, the sanctuary owners and, and um you know say we, we, we support the Well you
0: know owner. what I think you should I think you should uh, perhaps uh, contact um, Michelle over at uh, Peaceful Prairie or Debbie over at For the Animal Sanctuary and maybe do a maybe do a podcast with them. Um, and, sure, um, that would uh, be a great uh,
1: idea if they have the time.
0: I'm sure that they, uh, my guess is they would be delighted to speak with you and to talk to you about what they're doing. And um, those things are labors of love. Um, yes. you don't, <laughs> Those things are labors of love. Yeah. And um, you don't do those things for fun and um so I'm sure that michelle and um and Debbie would be happy to speak with you, and you could talk with them about um about how how their sanctuaries work and how vegan education uh, uh fits into their um their uh their their programs but oh, i'm sure they would idea. be delighted you should contact them you should I contact shall.
1: Them. i shall do so okay. thank you for that suggestion right.
0: well listen you be well and thank you, you everybody for listening to us and um and uh uh i and as always elizabeth it's a pleasure to speak
1: likewise gary and thanks so much for taking the time to come on the show